Welcome to Spirit's Path Podcast. I'm your host, Farron. Come walk with me as we explore all the ways we can become one with ourselves and ultimately everybody else. Welcome to the podcast. I've been wondering for weeks now how to offer episodes here on Spirit's Path which are helpful, but also not ignorant to what is transpiring around the world. From Palestine to the Congo, Argentina to Canada, there's not a corner, not a point, not an area that doesn't have something happening that's close to someone's heart, that's close to the land they love or the people, their ancestry in some way, shape or form. The more I learn, the more heartbreaking it becomes. This degree of sadness I've seen before, it's familiar to me. Not to see the horror, but to feel the sadness and grief of people realizing whatever it is that's breaking their heart, which is closest to them, whatever whatever the thing is. To feel that on a lot of people at once is something that seems, it feels strangely familiar. This degree of, I mean, it's it's different than grief in my opinion, but we'll keep going. This degree of sadness plus grief and anger, It brings this same kind of closed feeling to my throat that comes right before crying. The same feeling, ironically, I get for exactly the opposite kind of thing. A different scenario completely. It happens when I witness somebody fulfilling their dream getting to do that thing that they've wanted to do so bad that they actually think that they need it. When people achieve that and I get to witness it, this just brings me so much joy, but not until after I have that tug at my throat, which is exactly the same as what I'm talking about before crying. It's very interesting to me because those things are completely opposite, although it is very much an expression of the fullest type of... I don't know if I should call it an emotion or a sensation or what, but a combination of those things or whatever you think those things are. (laughs) Oh, philosophy can be complicated. So this tug at my throat, it's familiar. It brings me to this. Grieving is good. It's something which is very misunderstood because it goes unspoken about. All different cultures have different ways of dealing with death and dying and grieving. But for some reason, it's not a common topic of conversation, or at least not in my witnessing it has been. Maybe it has for you. Maybe you live somewhere where they actually speak about this. I, I didn't really have much guidance in dealing with those matters myself. So what I did 
get to do was learn about grieving. Grief and grieving. Mourning, grief and grieving. To me, they're all different. But right now, what it feels like is a whole lot of people are going to go through a grieving scenario. I think that's the second time I've used the word scenario today. Interesting. Hardly ever use it. All right. So it feels as though, energetically, right? It feels as though a whole lot of people are going to set up for grief and grieving. Now, I'm not trying to make light of what's going on everywhere, but I mean on the energetic level. So even if you're not directly affected, you might be emotionally affected by the news and everything like that. So I feel as though a lot of people are going to go through this process unexpectedly is what I'm getting at. While a lot of spiritual people have already gone through this process or are going through this process because of the shift at such a high rate, the shift of energy has been so massive in at least six months, but the past couple months, it's like vertical. It's like there's no incline at all, just straight up. But anyhow, that's not what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about now is I have experienced grief. I understand what it feels like to live feeling that way for a really long time. And I'm telling you right now, grief is good. And I never would have said that while I was going through the process. Granted, I did have a lot of people in my life pass away very close together. So keep that in mind as well. That adds a different aspect to it. So remember, I would never have said this during. So if you're hearing this and you're feeling like you're grieving in some way and you're like, why why would this be good? When you're through it, that part will make more sense because we're all going to have individual processes around what is going on with the grief. But I can tell you, going through this is going to be good for you in the long run. Whatever it is that you feel like you have to do. If you feel like you have to cry, you need to cry. If you feel like you have to shake it out, shake it out. If you have to scream, do that. But watch out if there are other people around. You don't want to scare the heck out of people, right? If there are kids around, don't scare the cat. This would be not a good thing. I have seen some people release anger where they roll up a towel and like bite it and scream or... Um, you can scream into water, but you know, I don't recommend doing that alone. I don't know, like to each their own. I'm just trying to think of ways that you could muffle the sound, but you don't want to muffle your breathing. So please be safe if you choose to do that. Another thing that you can do is write it out. If you write it out, unless you plan on doing something with the writing that's very specific, Write it out on something that you can then destroy, burn it, whatever you want to do. That's not a bad idea. Now, here's the thing about grief. You might go through that process and think you're done with it, but then it doesn't actually leave. It becomes kind of a a friend for a while. Remember, grief is good. 
you can't just decide that it's going to leave. You have to actually feel it through. And if you have, you know, if you see a counselor, you need to keep seeing your counselor. If you're on medication, you have to keep doing your medication. I'm never telling anybody to feel their way through that kind of stuff. But when it comes to grief, these things don't have a timeline. So you might go through your crying, shaking, ride it out, burn it process a lot of times. Or you might get to go through it once. I don't know. Everybody's different. It probably depends on how closely you're affected, how much news you're watching, how much you're spending just thinking about different things, right? Remember, if you sit around paying attention to what's not working, you're not helping anyone. This doesn't do anything. Walking around with your eyes squinty, what's wrong with this? Like that's not helping anybody. If you're doing that to yourself in the privacy of your own home, again, why? Why are you doing that? Don't do that. If you're caught in that, this might be grief. I don't know. I'm not a counselor. Just remember, this is a spiritual podcast. If you're caught in something like that, a thought whirlwind, this is when I would suggest putting some kirtan on the stereo. This is when I would suggest singing really loud or perhaps moving your body, asana. I don't suggest sitting around meditating and just looking at the thing that you're looking at. That wouldn't be good. That would be the same thing, just in a spiritual disguise. We don't want to do that. Don't pretend like those things are spiritual just because you're doing them without that like inherent connection and being honest with yourself. There's not one thing in any spiritual teaching that's going to tell you to sit there and give yourself grief. So the thing with grief is it's grief and grieving Okay, so grief, a feeling, grieving, an action. These things might hang around for a while. For most people, they do. That's what I was talking about. Be very careful that you don't start giving yourself more of it. More like, you know, speaking badly to yourself in your head just because you have this going on. You need to give the grief a little bit of what it wants in order for you to feel all the way through it. That's the idea from my perspective via the spiritual perspective. So obviously you want to stay within the realm of safety. If it says, you know, if your grief says go swim for the ocean, in the ocean, you know, like you you need to know where you are, obviously. We're not doing anything insane like that. But there are things, you know, maybe go sit somewhere watching the sunset you know maybe there's some action like that that's new for you that's the kind of thing I mean give it what it wants a little bit of time and then after a while you'll just walk away from it and I really mean that it will if you go through the process you will benefit and take away something that you will walk away with which will help your soul 
for I don't know how long. I mean, once it helps your soul, I mean, everything helps your soul. But these kind of things, when you get all the way to the energetic perspective and you're working through something as emotional, which emotion is an energy, right? The subtle body, once you're there doing it in that way, you're affecting lifetimes ahead of you or behind you, however you want to look at it. So for now, what's helping me in this current, right? What is helping me through what's going on? Because I, you know, I'm obviously not in grief. I'm observing this in the collective. So I can also say that, you know, not everybody's going to go through this, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy because energetically looking forward, we have a few years where it's going to be, um, unique more unique than the pandemic be different different kind of unique so to keep that you know um in your understanding that the unknown is something as spiritual beings we're learning to work with in order to stay in line you i highly suggest you have a spiritual practice going there's a big difference between meditating sometimes and no matter what, sitting. Now, meditation isn't for everyone. Not all meditation is for everyone, okay? A lot of teachers don't stress that. It's That kind of sadhana is actually very difficult for some people with certain... Um, I don't know the technical terms, but if you're on any kind of medication for depression, anxiety, things like that, you really need to talk to your doctors about this kind of stuff. But that doesn't mean you can't have a relaxation practice where you do some breaths and you lay out on the floor and you learn legs up the wall and stuff like that. And this can also be a devotional practice. So we need to be clear what we're doing and why we're doing it but not everybody does the same thing physically devotion is one thing doing it all the time is one thing what everybody's doing totally different situation so i highly su suggest you start setting something up now you can start with affirmations you know i've done those podcasts and then there's intentions but Doing something physically every day is really how you get going on this. And I really think looking forward, this is a necessity, a big, 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 giant necessity. This is how people keep it together. Through the hardest times of my life, I was still on my yoga mat. Sure, I was kind of drawing sometimes, but the mat, no, I cried into that thing. Kidding? A lot. Remember, I had a lot of people pass away in a short amount of time, so my process was um, very bumpy. But you still need to get on the mat if that's your thing, or go for a run, or whatever it is that you can create for yourself. The physical aspect of it is going to benefit you so much. But don't leave out some kind of a devotional component this to me 
is something that is very much missing from a lot of people that think they're extremely healthy. And now I'm not saying you have to be religious in the way that we've been taught, but the idea of having a devotion is something we really need to wrap into what's going on and use it from now forward. It will change your life. And you know, if you've been listening to these podcasts for a while, you know I don't say stuff like that, so I really mean this. So staying with your practices, if you don't have one, you're starting one. I've been listening to African folk music. This has been extremely helpful for me. I just really enjoy it. Um, There are some aspects of my life where I studied African textiles and I wanted to learn a particular drum and then I had one and now I don't. But it is a beautiful... um, I mean, there's so many styles. I don't even know what to tell you. What I can tell you is I will put blog post up with this episode on it and it's going to have things that bring me joy and I'll put a link of one on there so that you can get a taste of what I'm talking about so I hope you do check it out if you don't know my website it's my name fern.me the other things that are highly suggested and I've been practicing for a, a long time directly for a few months and on and off for years is um, obviously my yoga asana practice, but I already talked about that. So Trataka, candle gazing meditations, extremely important. Brahmari breath work, the bee breath work, again, extremely important. Also very helpful. I mean, how would it be important and not helpful? Because you may not see the importance of something to your energetic body, to your subtle body, but you will feel a response that feels relaxing or held or some kind of nourishment in some way. And that's what I mean. That's why those two things come out at the same time. Oh, and another thing, try not to watch too many TikToks, try not to watch too much news. I mean, obviously don't be ignorant about what's going on, but don't feed yourself those things expecting your nervous system to it to be able to hold that it's so much it's so much at once and then you're going to go do your practice and expect your nervous system to just switch into something else like that make sure you put space in between your activities especially if you're going from the news like i just said to your practice give yourself some space in between highly suggest some tea or something like that and I know that it's challenging but you're going to have to force yourself to do these things over the next few months in particular because of the whole holiday thing otherwise you might visit some people and you might get taken you know you might get thrown off and you know everyone's going to be processing all of this very different So do the things that you can do to support yourself whenever you go do whatever it is you do this time of year. Find some some things to listen to so that whenever you can take a minute, you can put on. I don't know about binaural beats and stuff like that, but I do know that the frequencies help me a lot, different frequencies. So just find some that work. And I don't mean just listening to the frequency alone. I mean finding ones that have good background sound and that actually feel the way they say they do for you test a few out 
maybe lay down on the floor with your eyes closed and listen to them, especially if you feel like you need that kind of support when you go see family. And remember, you can always do a breathing exercise for a very short amount of time. You can just take a break from wherever you are. Go take a break, do that, and come back. You'll notice an immediate difference. I really hope that this has been helpful in some way. I'm looking forward to hearing your responses about grief and grieving and how you're doing right now with everything that's going on. And if you have any suggestions or questions about any topics, our email is spiritspathpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening and making it till the end of the show. Connect with me on TikTok and YouTube at mystic underscore Farron. My website is Farron.me and you can also find me on Instagram at Farron. Thanks for listening. Bye.